Good morning, America. This is Jerry Rhodes coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. Today's podcast, The BLM Revolution Failed to Solve the Problems of the Black Concentration Camps and Migrant Slave Camps. Um, it's kind of an inflammatory title, um, but I thought it would be good just to uh, give an introduction and then go ahead and play my scripts that I've had. I've had one before in a podcast, and now this today about how the revolution, in my opinion, has, has failed us, but it can be utilized as the the change point or fulcrum for uh, solving the problem of of uh, the black concentration camps that are, that are called ghettos and the resulting mig- new migrant slums that will be popping up in our inner cities. In my opinion, what's happening here is that we're, we're blaming symptoms and not solving problems. How does that happen? Well, you just call symptoms issues. And since that's just a disagreement, then we'll just have to move move on. But these are glaring, infesting problems. And at the bottom line, uh, I believe, to, is to change the current culture of violence, vulgarity, and concentration of wealth in the hands of a few to back to the principles of the Constitution, and laissez-faire, free market enterprise, where enterprising Americans are the focal point for um, change and improvement, not more laws, not more uh, deficit spending bills proposed by incompetent leadership. At this point, the, in my opinion, the, the Green New Deal was dead on arrival. It cannot be justified if it is is based on true science, which it isn't, and it overrides the very economy that makes America great. And if we want to keep America great, we have to uh, focus on those priorities, not some circumstantial um, evidence that the world will end in 2050 when in, when in effect all of the, the green new deal justification predictions aren't happening and and more than likely will never happen so taking that money which is just borrowed money this is not taxpayer money none of this is taxpayer money it takes all of taxpayer money to just finance government at all levels. It shows that on the debt clock. It shows that in my articles in my three, three my trilogy, the uh, American Enterprise Party, is that this, this country is underwater. It's, 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 it is, right at this point, not insolvent and unable to fund uh, payment of current liabilities out of cash flow. The, the liabilities exceed the gross domestic product. 
we have negative cash flow. Most of it is the trillion dollars a year negative cash flow with the imbalance of trade. That imbalance of trade is the reason for the 30 trillion in booked current liabilities uh, and uh, long-term treasury bills and doesn't even come close to um, putting aside money that will pay for 150 trillion of promised obligations for Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, uh, government pensions, government health care, uh, health care for all, all of these progressive, I call them wet dreams, uh, which in effect are taking this country down. Uh, what will bring this to a, a stop? I hope a lot of my podcast will help. I, I think a, a third party, this is the swing vote that stops insanity and brings to the middle, as it's pointing out in today's um, podcast. Um, you know, the, the, the canoe is tipped over and the teeter-totter won't work. The fulcrum is destroyed. What is the fulcrum? Fulcrum is free market enterprise. What's required in that by all Americans? It is to work. There needs to be a a passion for learning to, to earn. So each American has a skill to build within our enterprise system. We're, we're not a giant institution. If we are, then we will fail because there's no accountability. You can't find anyone that you can blame for all of this other than the president and, and 50 governors. And it hasn't, hasn't even been their objective to save the enterprise. It, it, and most of them have never built an enterprise, never started a business, never run a business. This is big business. And the bigger the business, the less the ability to manage it. It has to be decentralized, which was the founders' vision. 50 states would be 50 republics that they would have to then manage their, their business. And, and the federal government is overseeing the 50 and creating competition between the governors to make sure we measure their outcomes. And then the federal government has to have the same accountability, not just uh, I'm a Democrat, and I'm a Republican, or I'm an Independent, and and I wanna I want total control of the the Congress and the Supreme Court and, and the presidency, so we can carry out our progressive ideals, so we can be Camelot. Well, that's failed in the past, and it's failing now, and China, and Russia, and Iran. I recognize that with our weak leadership on every front since the 2020 election, the decisions have created negative outcomes. Now, was Trump creating positive outcomes? Yes, in many respects. Was he a great leader? No. Why wasn't he a great leader? Well, he did not have a plan that he could enunciate for the, for the Congress and for the voters, how he and his team, his his cabinet, were going to implement um, 
or and save the American dream because it's been failing since World War II with the decisions made by, by presidents that were not um, in, in having a business acumen. And the only ones that have, uh, I, I would propose, were um, Reagan and Clinton and Trump. The others were all lifers in the political arena or in the bureaucracy or having wealth handed to them by their, by their parents or etc. So that's my introduction for today. I hope these two recordings help to be a little more specific. Thanks for listening. This is Jerry Rhodes, over and out. George Floyd died in vain, and the BLM revolution failed to solve the problems of the inner city black concentration camps and migrant slave ghettos, the migrant ghettos will also be in the inner city slums, on the streets begging or selling prostitution and cartel fentanyl. The spies for China, Iran, and Russia, terrorists for the Taliban and ISIS, will be free to cross an open border and do their harm. Solution, build the Trump wall for legal entry points, and they will have to learn to earn for a skill to build to stop the slavery and the raging crime across America. Then speaking English, the national language, and culture all must become citizens and learn to work, with a skill to build for prosperity like all Americans do. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, if everyone goes to the right, the canoe tips over. If everyone goes to the left, the canoe tips over. We need well-balanced people who keep the whole canoe going well. The middle is the fulcrum of stability. Just as a teeter-totter gives the middle the strength for balance. The same for the nuclear family. A mother and father overseeing the values of learning to earn and having a skill to build. The American Dream. Jerry Rhodes, author. The definition of nuclear family, known as the traditional family unit, which includes a mother figure who acts, first and foremost, as caretaker of the family, a father figure whose primary role involves provisioning and protecting the children and wife, avoiding the decision to abort a fetus by being happily married till death do us part. Guns aren't the problem, it's the grandmother as the mother and father image, and gangs aren't a family unit. Suburbs are safe for the few, and the ghettos are hell. The family is broken, and laws won't fix it. Society is, following the followers. Politics is, leading from behind the money. Supposedly, re-love, is good for the individual desires. Births out of wedlock are acceptable. Divorce brings with it broken homes, and warped values. While 2.4 million divorces per year are, rationalizing the demise of the nuclear family. Ear isn't for the children's benefit, it breeds insecurities and negative behaviors. The canoe is tipping over, and society is victimized by ignoring violence, vulgarity and excess in our entertainment and video games. Resulting in rampant mass shootings, will the politicians blame the guns? But 300 million guns are the symptoms of a sick society. All of this division is caused by fear mongers that dream of control by their warped progressive ideals. Also, the term is associated with the cause of abortion and divorce. Each gang member has three kids by three teenage mothers. We've learned over the past 25 years that children living in single-parent homes increase the odds of living in poverty are great. The current rate of children born out of wedlock is staggering. The increase in divorces, 2.4 million per year, add to this problem of lost, insecure, misguided, trafficked, and abused children that no one but God can decide it be sin or a circumstance. Abortions in America on average 900,000 per year due to rapes, sexual abuse, and incest that occur 463,000 times, and rapes alone total 126,000, 
and 250,000 kids are homeless. There are 30,000 gangs, a million members, and 2.5 plus million immigrants in fatherless homes. All looking for a replacement, for the loss of a nuclear home. Be it a commune, a hood gang, Jones Island, a hoodie or, being on the streets as a homeless, legalized orphan. Compounded by society requiring a living wage, and a safe place to live to just survive. What if we move well-balanced people to the middle, who keep the whole canoe and teeter-totters going well? Is the middle class well-balanced or an apparition? Or is it a cast along with other social mores that have been ruled out by tabloid media, social media, and drugged-out values? Ending up in our crime-educating prisons, having over 3 million enemies, reading advocates, that you take it, if isn't your right to get it, destroying a peaceful and productive society. That is a culture of violence, vulgarity and excessive wealth of the few. Such as, legalized gambling, marijuana, free love, sex, porn, normalized vulgarity, effing every other word in our schools, video games and movies, sports betting, prostitutions, illegal immigration, illicit drugs, child porn, rampant divorces, premarital sex, abortions, 300 million guns, illegal elections, violation of human rights. Also, entitlements are the problem along with systemic racism and white imperialism, consequential elections, a politically divided country, identity woke values, money-driven politics, that are called money ticks, etc. all of which, tip a canoe and a country too. The BLM revolution failed to solve the problems of the black concentration camps and migrant ghettos. Solutions defend the police with parity, diversity, equity and equality that aren't just to be given, those rights must be learned and earned. Redirect the Green New Deal and warped infrastructure deficit spending bills to a human New Deal that invests in the rehabbing of the ghettos and call them enterprise zones, using opportunity for pursuing the American dream. This strategy takes away the excuses for having gangs and poverty, redlined as the American ghettos, and slave labor concentration camps. Then the George Floyd hate crime can be a historical cultural change point, as is Juneteenth celebrations. All of this, to keep America great, the slogan of the American Enterprise Party, a swing vote third party to pull the extremists to the middle of the American canoe and teeter-totter uni-party politics. If something isn't done to change this culture of violence, vulgarity and excess wealth in the hands of the few, the many will conduct a true revolution against the false angel leaders who live in the clouds of power, using fear and intimidation, with totalitarian governance in its substance. Why does America have ghettos and homeless on the streets, stocking our prisons, or living in tent cities? Because they are bastions for the uneducated, fearless gangs, perpetrating black-on-black crime, poverty, drugs, vagrancy, school dropouts, alcoholism, teen pregnancy, abortions, BLM revolutionaries, Antifa and lost souls? The have-and-have-not should know the history of the American ghetto, inner-city, underprivileged, race-based enduring slums. It's America's answer to the Nazi concentration camp by separation of the deplorables away from the neo-capitalists and the neo-socialists. While, CRT and year 1619 project, don't touch it, or solve it, because of our shared documented history. Not just their retrospective erasure of historical facts. And blame Anglo-Saxon whites for the problem and propose reparation as the only solution. How do the American ghettos, compare to the Holocaust ghettos for Jews, disabled in the gypsies during the Second World War with Nazi Germany? Does one predict the other? I hope not, but I see similarities. Looking back to the original Holocaust puts the land KKK Democrat owners of plantations as the original concentration camp labor. While the Republicans were the small businesses supporting the wealthy landowners. 
After emancipation the Freedom Railroad led the slaves to the northern Democrat-run cities, setting up another slave camp. Harlem, South LA, Detroit, Baltimore and other south-of-the-track sanctuary communities of color. They became and are the concentration camps of the poor and uneducated. Fitting the red-line strategy of the Republican neo-capitalist to keep the deplorables away from downtown wealth. What is a neo-capitalist? Neo-socialist? Republican or Democrat or both. It's now the few real estate, software and media billionaires using right and left Twitter and Facebook accounts, as gossip propaganda to control the many's constitutional freedoms, i.e., speech, foreign trade, stock market, foreign imbalance of wealth, investment in Chinese stock and bond markets and most importantly excessive housing for the wealthy. Neither party, Republicans or Democrats are for fixing the ghetto problem, by calling it an issue then campaigning as the good guys or good gals to save the American dream for themselves. A two-party system becoming a one-party government. Where the wealthy choose the candidates and the needy elect the designated ruler. Now and forever would be each party's goal. Then the consequences are left to the many to accept and live with the American ghetto nightmare. As low-income poor are living in squalled ghettos, with low-rent housing and proposed guaranteed annual incomes, this concentration camp of 15 million new Democrats or Republicans in ghettos, plus 5 million illegals led in by Biden's open border policy, will take on a sprawling ghetto and perpetrators of the Holocaust. Breeding more crime and dependency on Big Brother, in my opinion, America's priority problem, not political issue, should be to clean up the squalid ghettos in our inner cities. Put the gangs to constructive work, replacing the slum landlords with small retail stores, restaurants, and professional services populated by graduates of local private charter schools. It will take a SWAT team approach to detoxify these neighborhoods, of row housing, practicing the pledge of silence based on fear, condemnation and corruption. The politics of the Dems Green New Deal, GND, nor Repubs MAGA are focused on the problems of the needy, in poverty. They, by proposing low-cost housing, redlining the suburbs with minimum wage and a guaranteed annual income, keep deferring the problem to the next red or blue administration and generation of cover-up, of America's human rights abuses. Obviously, this is quite contrary to solving racism forever after according to Obama and Biden. And the red and blue wealth, that's focused on shifting resources away from the inner city, while investing in taller buildings downtown, for housing of the Brotherhood neo-capitalists. The new Harlem and South LA, will be Spanish-speaking embedded drug cartel employees jobless criminals that are green cash poor, cartel rich. Adding millions of unfettered new ghetto voters pledging to support the GND, and brave new world of pros who love big brother Biden or Trump, and their brotherhood cabinets. An oligarchan structure, the 100 senators, 435 representatives, 9 Supreme Court justices and 1 president. With the brotherhood, big government, big box, big pharma, big unions, big media, big education, big budgets, big deficits, unfunded debt controlling a sinking ship called the American dream. Un-American at its roots. To attempt to put this in perspective I have attached my three poems, My America to express my Anglo-Saxon Keep America Great, heartfelt solutions for the ghetto problem. Then I add, their America from the have-not, ghetto perspective of why this is our most important priority problem, and lastly, our America after correcting these past wrongs by cleaning up the streets of crime, 
slum landlords and putting the gangs to work, setting up neighborhood-based small retail businesses, professional services, boulevards and gardens. As Wolf Warrior China, India, South Korea, Indonesia, Philippines, Japan, North Korea, Vietnam, Mexico and other Paris Accord designees that aren't even close to America and its environmental progress, are slowly moving towards promises. If this is true, why is GND policies closing down fossil fuel and natural gas production in USA by 2050? It's estimated this will cost Americans 10% of annual GDP until 2090 or $2.5 trillion per year and a total of $125 trillion, while China, Russia, Iran profits on USA losses from the $1 trillion supply chain imbalance of trade countries, now roughly 30 total competing countries. Then China will be the reference currency with its ever-increasing GDP coming from America, the consumer of the world. The International Monetary Fund has already committed $1 trillion in two tranches to fund China's Belt Road program in Africa and the Mideast. All the while the Chinese National Offshore Oil Corporation, CNOOC, IPO opened on the Chinese stock market, raising $4.4 billion, up 44% day one. While the GND's quack science, still the unproven undeniable truth predicts the end of the world by 2050. Quack science is used by GND activists to create a state of fear to get the inflating pipe dream, passed as a part of the Biden infrastructure $6 trillion 10-year, new bad deal plan. Thus, making GND, FDR's new deal on steroids, dead on arrival this century. With a third-party swing vote to put reality in perspective, by reducing debt, outlawing deficit spending and non-accountable taxation. The GND promises economic stimulus and would put GND funds for illegal migrants to work building solar installations, electric autos, wind farms, making cities climate resilient, modernizing the electric grid, sustainable agriculture and forestry. No mention of investment in the inner-city ghettos or underprivileged small communities of color. It amounts to socialist despotism using OPM, other people's money from deficit spending, Fed loans, cap-and-trade and personal carbon taxes. Haven't we common-sense voters learned that classic do-gooders, don't do good, in the long run, for anyone except them? Hopefully, GND is DOA forever after AOC, the squad and Big Brother Biden, are long gone. What is the option for those who are not following the followers, into a totalitarian government of the regulators, by the regulators, of the regulators, restraining free trade foe the good for the few in Washington, D.C., and its 50-state red-line district ghettos? Answer, a swing vote for a congressional constitution that requires a third party, as the tiebreaker in case of gridlock and move decision-making to bipartisan decisions, not squandering our freedoms into larger ghettos and prisons as the few deprive the many of their constitutional rights to affordable housing, safe neighborhoods and enforcement of the rule of law. It requires the American Enterprise Party, as the swing vote, to balance the budget, impose term limits on Congress and avoid deficit spending by privatizing health care and education. Then each state's governor is held accountable for performance-based analytical management of decentralized resources. Documented in my books The American Enterprise Party Trilogy, Page Turner Press and Media, 2022, Volume 1, Why Do It? Volume 2, How to Do It? And Volume 3, Who Will Do It? The Who Answer, is enterprising American voters, using individual withholding savings accounts, to internalize health care and education spending, by turning the taxpayer into the consumer, 
who selects the provider or private school, based on their GAP budget, costs to produce a positive outcome. Documented in my book Healthcare for All Page Turner Press and Media, 2021. The overall solution is to downsize big brother government and upsize small business enterprises regulated by state government using the republic's democratic principles for accountability and fiscal responsibility for each individual's rights to the rule of law, habitus corpus, equal opportunity, and sharing in their share of profits and equity, earned by a skill to bill, that creates the GDP for the greater good of all, who are citizens and vote for their individual rights and freedoms.